Attention. T minus 90 seconds staying counting. All systems are good. is Jared Fogle was sentenced to 15 years of free footlongs in a federal penitentiary. <laughs> you guys hear about that? The buns. He's taking them with him. And... He's going to get some buns. He's going to get some hot tamales and some sausage. He's, yeah. a, he's a mild pedophile. I was reading the case, the sentencing, and they were talking about how the judge argued um, you know, wanted to give him more, and the, the prosecution said, eh, have a 12 and a half years, and they gave him 15 years, and his one defense was, well, he only had sex with girls that were like 16 and 17, so it's not like kids. Uh. And I thought, yeah, it is actually. By definition, that's exactly what it is. That doesn't make it any worse or any better. And That's uh, the law. That's the law, you know. So he's gone. He's locked up. He's going to be... Uh, that's great. Creep. I think it'd be great if he lost a lot of weight in prison, as he probably will. Yo, he looks like a spokesperson for like. What's that? It looks like he recently gained some weight. Like the pictures of him, he looks like he's not eating Subway anymore. Yeah, he probably went on a binge. You know, fat fuck. You called it, Clark. You called it when this news first broke, and no one knew. It was just like, Mm -hmm. you were like, just look at him. He's guilty. Look, there's no doubt about it. Look at it. Yes. So that's a, it's a message to you yeah. kids. Read a book by its cover. That's how they could – exactly. You should judge everyone prematurely. If you that's can. how they can speed up the courts. It's just look at uh, – look at the – have a jury of like uh, normal, you know, thought-thinking gentlemen and just go, yeah, you know what? He's got a tattoo. He probably did rob that store. But no, he, he did – yeah, well, just lock him away. Doesn't matter. Accuracy is like ten percent, but the ones you get, they're really good. You really want to do that up. Really? Yeah, Fogel's attorneys uh, argued that the charges were somewhat mitigated by the fact that he only had sex with teenage girls who were sixteen and seventeen years old, not young children. They argued that longer sentences should be used for criminals who have sex with much younger children and oh, asked for a my... five-year sentence instead. Just like a slap on the hand. Yeah. No, he should Pretty get good. life. But he's not, and I mean, what is it? Fourteen years? Yeah, fourteen yeah. and a half. Fourteen. Yeah, he'll probably serve seven out of that. Right. Right. With good behavior. What happens yeah. to his money? Because he's he's worth like fifteen million or something. Does he keep that? And that's kind of waiting for him. Does his family get? Does he lose it? Like, how does that that's work a good with question. jail? 
I think you like would when, keep it. At when least... Tyson went to jail for rape, when he came out, was he still rich or was he broke? I think he was getting uh, broke when he was he put didn't in there. Go broke until that's actually a good question. Let's see. He went away. The McNeely fight was after that. That was oh, in yeah. 92 or 91. White guy. Um, McNeely. Nice McNeely. Gosh, that's a good question. I know he did go broke. He was worth the highest. He was the highest paid athlete and then went broke overnight. Whoa. Um, that, that guy was, was paid like $250,000 I'm trying to remember. I'd have to look that fact up. I, I think he went broke after prison. I could be wrong. But tweet us at the podcast. I'll tell us what you recall. Yeah, when did when, – because I know he hit a rock bottom and then he, he – Yeah, he went broke. Yeah. He was paying people $250,000 a week on his payroll just for, you know, looking out for him. I read a story where he would just go into – you know, crazy expensive clothing stores, you know, like Melrose Avenue, and just put like $100 bills in employees' pockets. I mean, just out of control. What? Nobody looking out for his interests. Oh, God. How yeah, much is he worth it's... now? Because he's done stuff over the years that have netted him a few mil. I mean, he's got to be. I think his last fight was 2005, right? Against the really? Irish guy, I want to say. Yeah, it didn't really bring in too many headlines, too, too many ratings. I think that was his last fight. It says right here, according to uh, Heavy.com, he's worth he was worth upwards of three hundred million at one point, and uh, he's worth one million now. Yeah, during the prime of his career, he was worth three hundred million. Three hundred million. How much wow. is uh, what's his name worth? Mayweather. He's got to be worth like oh almost God. a billion. He'll probably go broke. Soon enough, because yeah. he has the same ridiculous spending habits. But uh, you know, he's a guy who doesn't walk around with less than a million in his pocket cash. It's good Net to know what I rather next week. Net worth of four hundred million. That's so. I mean, honestly, I'd square off with him, uh, even though he's an old man now. I don't think I'd square off with Tyson. But uh, you know, Mayweather's a little guy. He's about a buck forty-five, and he can probably take a jab at me like nobody's business. But I'd still take him in the ring for the same money that Manny Pacquiao, who's <laughs> also worth a fortune. I, I'd me totally too. swear off with the guy. Oh yeah, just for that payday alone, you could just yeah. fall down after one punch. Yeah, right. Just, you know, right. Yep. Which I probably would. It's not like a, oh, I'm, I'm going to fall down after one punch and knock it up. No, yeah. I'll, I'll be down and. No. I'll be seeing stars and birds. Yeah, when, did we, when did we take this transition, though? We were totally phased out of heavyweights. Nobody cares about it. The no. big guys like Tyson, who was... No. And even for heavyweight, he was a little guy, like 5'11", yeah. 220. And then there was Lennox Lewis, who was like six foot five, built like yeah. the, the Eiffel Tower. And, um, and Holyfield. I mean, these were big guys. Now taking a backseat to UFC... Which is still into little guys, and um, I know it's so much cooler and, uh, when bigger. You know? the, yeah, he kind of brought fighting, uh, boxing back, but he's a little guy, and he he's a little guy. Little guys, we're into the, we're cheering on the the little guys now. Yeah, it's it used to be, so you know, hard. Nah. It's hard yeah. When Tyson like was in the ring, he was a he was a monster. He was scary, you know. I mean, he was the scariest mm-hmm. man alive. But, like, back in the Ali days, like, Ali and George Foreman and Joe Frazier, like, those guys were huge. Heavyweight hitters. 
they would smash Mayweather's yeah. face in. Glass yeah, Joe. I mean, uh, yeah. Ali was like six foot three. <laughs> <laughs> Glass Joe, yeah. Yeah, Ali was uh just an He was six foot three, was he? Was that mm-hmm. he was tall. He was a big dude. It's a big boy. Who? Muhammad Ali. Cassius oh, yeah, Clay. Cassius Clay, yeah, 6'3". Big boy, mm-hmm. 236. Yeah. Who was the best boxer of all time? Muhammad Ali? No, I say Lennox Lewis was the best fighter. So you're taking them in their prime, like at their very best. Their best. Mike like Tyson. Stallone and Rocky Three. Mike Tyson, drop anybody. Yeah, I think Tyson. One punch, lights out. You watch his highlights, and it's crazy. People's legs just fold under them when he. Oh, he was a monster. Yeah, don't forget though. I mean, James Buster Douglas. He was still in his prime. This was before he went to jail, and he fought a great fight against James Buster Douglas because it went like like nine rounds, I think. Yeah, Yeah. and he took him down first, and then one punch landed him flat out, and that was his. like 40 and 0 record gun right there. That was like Ronda Rousey getting kicked in the back of the head. <laughs> oh, she got poked dizzled, man, down Same in Australia. Same thing. Yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I, saw, I watched it on Periscope. The match didn't air until like 1 in the morning. And oh, this guy Periscope. rented it on Periscope and was just, you know, f- doing it for free. Such a nice man. <laughs> What a gentleman, a scholar. How quick was the match? Yeah, because you remember those pay-per-views for heavyweight fights, particularly Tyson fights, as well as WrestleManias are like 99.99, and this was in like 89. Right. Yeah. So, they made a killing, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's only going to be better because now there's going to be a rematch, and that'll make more. And yeah. It's the best thing that could have happened. Uh, the match was like a round and a half. Yeah. Uh, the first oh, round... First round, the Ronda was just chasing her, and she's shorter than her. So she would go to punch her, and this chick who's a kickboxer just had a longer reach, would just catch her first and punch her right before she would get punched. It was, wow. it was really bad. It was very lopsided. Very Knocked lopsided. her down in her ass. And then, yeah, she punched her. She went to punch her. Rousey went to punch her and missed. Like, the chick got out of the way, and Rousey fell to the ground. And when she stood up and turned around, boom, kicked her in the back of the head, dropped like a sack of bricks. Wow. And she came under fire for making some comments, didn't she? I, I thought I read. I don't really pay much credence. Who's that, Rada, uh, Ronda yeah, Rousey? I think she said something. I don't know if it was political or not, but she came under a lot of criticism for it. I, I don't know if this was before or after the fight. I have to look it up. But. People oh, give her really? shit because she's cocky, but. Yeah. It's kind of part of the deal. When you're that good, you got to. They all are. They're all like, yeah, yeah. as soon as I saw the blood and the ear falling off, I just got such a high that I had to keep going, kill, kill, kill. (laughs) I just had to eat her. When I saw blood, I started to punch harder. I guess you kind of have to be. I I don't think you could be a boxer and be like, you know, when I I saw the blood, I decided to refrain from more damage because that could cause long-term effects, which with the right osteoporosis doctor, you could probably take it to an orthopedist. No, they just want to kill you. They want to rip your head off. Well, I remember, I think there was some sympathy when um, Tommy Morrison fought his last fight and, you know, he was more or less dying of AIDS at the time, but he still, he wasn't like a shriveled up swizzle stick yet. But, um... His last fight, his opponent, I can't remember who it was, 
took real concern over his health getting uh, in the ring. Uh, he, he probably knew he could win, bitch. but didn't want to get a murder rap, perhaps. On, on right. Yeah. He was a sick the dude. Yeah. Or maybe sick he just didn't want him bleeding and getting his blood all over. <laughs> right. that, I think that's the big thing to talk about there is uh, he doesn't want to get AIDS, yeah. although he didn't have it. Although he had it, but he, he didn't. But then he had it. Tommy, I didn't hear no bell. Tommy, I didn't hear no... Hey, Tommy, you knock him down. Why don't you try knocking me down? Hey, why don't you try my rings outside? Don't fight a street fighter! No, fight a street fighter! Imagine if it was, like, all fancy. My ring is outside, sir. I will see you there. Yeah. Oh, I, and Tommy guy was like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't... There's just, there's rats and, you know, there's E. coli from the bums. No, 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 no. We're gonna, we're gonna play some Pac-Man. Okay, so we're gonna settle this like kids. Yeah. We're gonna take this outside. This like a previous show where there's such It'd a black bad. hole in that movie because he just comes back from Russia and all of a sudden saves Stallone, who yeah. looks like five years younger than the kid who plays his son. And, right, and sorry, a different guy altogether. Yeah, it was literally the same night. To it, you know, Rocky Five continued from from Rocky yeah. Four, and uh, it was filmed five years later. Yeah. What if they addressed that like halfway through the movie, like? By the way, what the fuck have you been taking? You're like five years older now. You know, Dad, it's Philadelphia. It makes me a little bit... Uh, Tyler Shire was already gray by that point. You know. I know. It's amazing. It's amazing he came out with another one, too, which I'm glad because I, I like Rocky Balboa a lot. Um, yeah, it was good. But chronologically, this one doesn't make sense either, this new one, Creed. Yeah. Um, you know, the kid... Was it Michael B. Jordan? Uh, who's this new up-and-coming guy? Yeah. And um, it's Michael Jordan from Space Jam. You know, 1985 was Rocky uh, Four, right? Uh-huh. So that was now 30 years ago. So this young kid in his prime, who never met his dad, you know, they're they're, they're yeah, trying to 20. make the math work here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, did you think about that? It, it it 30 work. years ago, it doesn't work. This kid's too young. They're not going to take a 30 year old guy. Yeah. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Way Although that was Rocky God. one, he was thirty years old, but he. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. So yeah, say she was, sense. she was pregnant in Rocky four. Right. Let's, let's say died. that's the story they go with. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So the so. time really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No. Rocky four was eighty five. Eighty five, and then Rock. You know, as I said, Rocky five was ninety. So it's supposed to, but it's ninety. But there's so many plot holes in it. It's 90, but it's supposed to take place back in in 85, maybe. But uh, Tommy Gunn is showing up in a in a Cadillac Elante, which didn't come out till 87. Oops. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a lot of, like the yeah, next day. Yeah. Aren't they all the next day? Unless you know Rocky Four was supposed right. to be 19. It all happened in one week. Yeah. The whole series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the montages and everything. One week. Yeah. It's like the Jack Bauer of boxing. Yeah. Rocky, one more thing. What? When? Actually, no. I'm going to eat some of this hospital food and relax. <laughs> I like to do a spoof like Not So Rocky where it's like, get in there and fight. You know, I just oh, kind of had a big lunch and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit this one out. But it's a struggle. Be called smooth. Rocky Balboa is a good flick. That was a good... You know, bookend to the series. Just want to ask Rocky. him, why didn't you call it Rocky Six? 
No, just, they don't do that and anymore. Why is, and why was it John Rambo when it was supposed to be Rambo 5? Right. They don't oh, do that anymore. John Rambo? Yeah. I thought he did it because he, that he's like, this is the last one. I don't want to keep numbering it because people are going to think yeah. another one is coming. Yeah, so it's maybe. Rocky, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I think it was like Jurassic Park yeah. and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean that stopped the whole like Jaws 1, Jaws 2, Jaws 3. They'd have to have like their own name. Like, yeah. 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 You, you couldn't call this one Rocky 7 only because it's not really about him. He's actually a supporting character. So this Right. Right. They start a whole new series. There's a spin-off. I just want to it's say call from the tail. A feeder band. <laughs> a feeder band. Have you guys seen Creed? No. No, it comes out next week. Comes out. Oh, I thought week. it came out in the... Yeah, it does come out next week. No, I don't think I'll see it. I mean, maybe no. if I see it on TV. I I'll, like, yeah, I'll, I don't want to pay to see it. I, I mean, I do want to, but yeah, I'd rather watch a torrent. Yeah. I don't like paying anyway. I just run into the theater and go, shit, I left my cell phone in the other one. Can you grab it for me? Just come with me. I try to know, get in. I'm a deal into the men's room to catch a free flick. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to actually get in on a movie. They were, looking, they were casting for real fighters. And... Um, you know, I said, look, I, I've only taken one boxing class in my whole life, but I've been trained in Krav Maga. Um, nice. A couple of other yeah. martial arts. Can I, can I maybe win from it? But I'm not a boxer. Um, and anyway, they didn't, they didn't cast me. But This was for, uh, for Creed? Anyway, they told me to Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Not really. I didn't get it. Yeah, but at least Little do we know you are Creed. You're just doing blackface. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, I hear Mike Tyson's punch out. It's pretty amazing. Um, on CNN's like front page, it says Brussels on high alert, and on the, either Brussels side, Brussels. it's an advertisement for this show on uh, Amazon called "The Man in the High Ta- High Castle" about yeah. America if we lost World War II. <laughs> I saw that man. It looks so ridiculous. It's very strange. It was like New York City skyline. There was like swastikas on yes. the side of it. It just looked so weird. Japanese soldier, Japanese soldiers, but in like Nazi uniforms. And yeah. it's so cool. Like the country is split up. It's like the the Japanese Pacific, and then like the United States of Germany or something like that on the other side. It's bizarre. Pretty cool. Italian. They did one like that a couple of years back. It was maybe ten years ago. It was, uh, what if the South had won the Civil War and what it would be like today? And you know, it was still like you know television and modern amenities. Oh, I thought that was like a parrot. Yeah, a parrot. A parody, like it was a joke. No, no, this wasn't a whole series. This was like a, um, I don't know. It's one of those. Uh, I'll find the title. Documentaries. It was. It was sort of a. A documentary. Sometimes I almost wish patchwork. the South had won. And it has nothing to do with racist. But sometimes I just really, you know, having to work with some certain Rice. people, I notice I really just don't get along with them. So if they had their own states, you know, by now, slavery would have been abolished anyway. But I just I feel I don't get along with some Southern people that maybe I wouldn't have to work with them if they were part of another country and I wouldn't have that, you know, friction. I don't know what it is. Southern people. They start bordering, uh, 
jumping the border into like New York. You're like, oh, these rednecks are up to taking her jobs. I don't know what we gotta do. <laughs> well, you know, so many people would stick it to me um, back in old army assignments. Mm-hmm. How you know we're known for being real patriotic in the South, and I'm like, oh, that's good. Like, but 9/11 <laughs> also really happened to us. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, no, I like to wave the stars and bars outside when I'm taking a piss in the toilet. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you. You're, you're, you're real American. That's wonderful. Um, Let what, us know what you uh, think out there by tweeting us at the podcastle at the, the underscore podcastle. Like us on the face and always listen to the episodes on uh, podcastle.podbean.com. Podcastle. Keeping it real. Keeping it sexy. Russell's on high alert. I read that. They have a terror threat. Belgium warns of serious and imminent terror threat. So apparently we stopped some some ISIS at the border in Texas. Did we? Old Valley of South Texas. Like Whoa. yesterday or something like that. Yeah. It's really not that hard to cross the bridge at Laredo. That's I'm glad to hear that. Is it? Exactly. A, is it you don't a joke? even really have to cross the bridge. It's pretty easy. I mean, there's border patrol all over, obviously. Right. But let's say that some, for whatever reason, you just had a lucky moment to, to get across. You don't. It's not like escaping Alcatraz and having to dodge the sharks in the San Francisco Bay. Right. Uh, you know, the Rio Grande in parts of of the valley. It's a, it's a puddle. Rio it's a creek. It's, it, it's it's really the Rio. Piccolo, You're in because street. it's very small. It's not. It's not really a big, you know, choppy river. Right. It's pretty easy We're to get not across. Exactly talking about. It's not Noah's flood. Take your shoes off, roll your pants up. <laughs> put on some. Uh, yeah. Put on. Put, put on a heavy pair of socks and just kind of don't hit the rocks. I wonder if they wait across there for the right time. They're like, now, no. No, 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 I can't believe you went, I can't believe you went. It's also been put out, this, the uh, Department of Defense has now uh, banned all travel, leisure, or official to Paris, or to France, actually, anywhere in France. So wow. The DOD, either civilian or military, you are forbidden to go to Paris without, like, a, a really high... Wow. What kind of world are we living in where you can't go to Paris, France? I understand uh, you can't go to Afghanistan or they don't want you in North Korea, but I mean, where you can't go to Paris because it's dangerous. I mean, that's, that's sad. Dude, dude uh, Heather and I were talking about going to the south of France for mm. our honeymoon. Beautiful. Um, because her parents or her grandmother has, she works for Delta. Oh, 80, yeah. 80 years old, still works for Delta. That's amazing. Yeah. And, yeah, good um, for her. Yeah, and she was, like, going to get us, like, a crazy deal. But now? Nope. <laughs> I'd still risk it for South are, France. Though, it's a pretty I'd sweet place. Right yeah, you know yeah. what else is a pretty sweet place? My existence. Yes, a it's sweet place. better than the South What a chocolatey sweetness. The death. Like the North Pole. Yeah, it sounds like the safest place to be is is like right in the center of the states right now. Nowhere near the Canadian border, nowhere right. near the Mexican border. Right, just oh, huddle yeah, in a garage in Nebraska. Yeah, if you're somewhere yes. in the middle of like, Kansas, your biggest threat might be you know Westboro Baptist Church. Other than that, you're pretty safe. Right. Yeah, I'm moving to Iowa. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Des Moines. You live in the field of dreams. 
Small little patch in a cornfield. Build a house. I'm fine. Build a giant wall around it. There you go. Maybe make a baseball field. Maybe make a field. Yes. Hey, Biscardi, let me ask you this. Yes. You, you spent some time in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. When you were living in Arkansas, did you ever have the stuffy underdog from Damn Good Pies in Little Rock in Fayetteville? Damn Good Pies? Uh... I don't know. It's a famous, I don't know how famous it is. It looks disgusting, actually, but it's a pizza. Huh. It's a double-decker cheese and beef stuffed pie, mm-hmm. and uh, they have it at uh, Damn Good Pies, and it's each Ooh. topped with onions Sliced with tomato sauce, or each slice has tomato sauce, and they change the name from the Mexicali to the Stuffy Underdog. Uh, it's seven to twenty-five dollars a slice, depending on how big it is. What the hell is it, this? It looks like diarrhea on a plate. Seen it? <laughs> what street is this on? I don't know. It's uh, what is this? Food. Where is it? Who is it? Who is it? Where is it? What is it's it? called Damn Good Pies in Little Rock and Fayetteville, Arkansas. Damn These are uh, the Food Network is doing a cross country road trip to discover the best slices. But looking through this, I think they just stopped at whatever they found and go, "Do you got anything wild?" They go, uh, "We got a damn good pie." Done. Let's that's Photoshop that's it. That's funny though. It's called it Damn eye. Good Pies and it's pizza because I mentioned earlier how uh, yeah. get along with the South and the Southern folk. They're good yeah. folk, most of them. Yeah, I have nothing bad to say. But one day I got into an argument, which was almost going to get heated because um, well, we were talking about pizza, and inbreds. We all from the north. Hicks. When we order a large pie, we order a large pie. Yes. Well, they don't understand the meaning of that. You know, when I was in Texas, right. it's too complex. Yeah, when I was in Texas, a lot of times I would call. There was in fact a Grimaldi's in Corpus Christi. <laughs> And Grimaldi's, I lived right near the original in Brooklyn. Mm. And if I called up and ordered like a large margarita pie, they'd say, Dude, what's that? <laughs> we don't have pies here. Uh, I like margaritas. I also like my sister. Uh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so one day I'm, I'm talking about this with um, this other southern guy. And he says, A pie is something that you put fruit into. Oh, and no, you don't. I don't want any pie with fruit in it. Yeah. You know, well, it is a pie Blueberry is something pie. that you cut no. into. It, it, like yeah. when you're, a, haven't you seen a pie chart as a matrix? Do you do you guys yeah. down south have to call it a pizza chart because it's not it's not yeah. something fruit into a uh, chart? So yeah, just little things like that into. really annoy me. And I tried to tell him too that mac douche was any kind of it was just Italian for noodles, basically. Yeah. What do you mean? You know, and I got into this in Arkansas too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, it's supposed to be them little things you put the, the cheese with, macaroni and cheese. What are you talking about? Spaghetti. You think I got in my ass? Italian. Italian spaghetti language. So, you know, I just. Mario like Brothers. That. I, I uh, have to. It takes a lot of tolerance. It seems me. a little ridiculous. Yeah, I, I can't. I, said, I don't well, blame you. You can call it whatever you want. South of the Mason Dixon, but we invented pizza, so we'll call it what the hell we want. Well, that's kind of universal too. A pie. I mean, I that happened to me once, you know. And I was like, I said, I think I told this before. I said, give me a plane. They said, what? I said, a plane. They go, what are you flying somewhere? Uh, and I said, no, just a cheese. Just give me a cheese. Cheese, on please, you please. Here's one, John. Have you ever had the short rib pizza from Michael's Genuine Food and Drink in Miami, Florida? No. Okay. 
What is it? Where is it? What's the name of it? It's a short rib from Michael's Genuine Food and Drink in Miami, Florida. It's at 130 Northeast 40th Street. Is that Miami Beach or Miami? I don't know. Wherever it is, I bet there's some Cubans around. How we doing in here? How we doing, doing Pompano Beach? (laughs) I see. uh, Call ahead to see if Chef... Call ahead to see if Chef Michael Schwartz is inclined to make it. When he is, he tops his crisp crust with super tasty, slow-roasted rib meat, caramelized onions, and arugula. And you should get it while it lasts. It's $20 a pie. Where the owners do the the advertisements on television. Just ask for me, and I'll personally work that deal for yeah. you. Yeah. And then you go down, and you're like, hey, there's a guy actually asking yeah, for you. I'm jerking off. Take it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I like to do that when you have a complaint, like, hey, I saw that great gimmick for you know Bob's Steakhouse. I like to ask for Bob, because I'm a <laughs> consumer. Oh, you know, that's oh, yeah. so cute. Here he is. Bob, hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, I got a complaint. I found a pube. Yeah. In my sandwich. Oh, oh, we thought we were ordering a pie. Walking away. <laughs> I'll go get the real him. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Bob. Sir, too, with the mustache. Should we call Michael's Genuine Food and Drink right now and see how they're doing? Yeah, let's do it. See if uh, we could do like a Bart Simpson prank phone call. Yeah, I'll give him a call. Let's give him a jingle. Let's try to order this. Uh... Can I, I'll ask if they have Pappy Van Winkle. Butts here. See more butts. Yeah. Is McCracken there? Phil McCracken? (laughs) Looking for Jablomi? First name Haywood? (laughs) I remember Shark and I were down at the shore once and somebody actually put Mike Hunt on the radio, on the loudspeaker. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Every once in a while they sneak through. Yeah. Mike Hunt, would you please report to the police station? Mike Mike Hunt. Hunt. Dick Hertz. <laughs> Mr. Hertz. First name Dick. Is there a Dick Hertz? I gotta be honest, man. I'm looking at Michael's Genuine Food and Drinks website. And I've clicked on three pages so far. There's not one phone number. The, the, the negative points it's on, on that. It's on the front page. You I'm on the front page. Bitch. I'm on it. Michael'sGenuine.com? Michael'sGenuine.com. Uh, it, down, about the restaurant? Yeah. Right I just under- went to michaelsjaywood.com front page. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. I'm going to do our homework with this one. We forget who we're calling. Michael's Genuine. I might like order a pie. I, I, I freeze up and I actually order a pie and give a credit card information <laughs> over the air so then I have, like, identity fraud. Should we try mm-hmm. to order, like, a plain pie and yeah. see if yeah. they get it? See if right, they I'll, get it. Yeah. I'll do it. Or okay. Do you want to do it or I'll do it? No, you can go ahead. I'll do the next one. All right. Because they may ask for an address. You don't want to stutter. We need somebody who knows. I'm on uh, 1 Main Street. No, when they ask for the address, then disconnect. <laughs> no, let's give them the address of another pie place. I'm going to look up Pete's place in, uh, <laughs> in Pompano Jeez, Beach. Yeah, in Pompano. Here we go. I don't think they'll deliver there. All right, I got a... Andiamo, Brick Oven Pizza, 5600 Biscayne Boulevard. They're about to order a pie from Michael's Genuine. Beautiful. I'm going to say I'd like to order a large pie. Can you cue it up so everybody can hear? Do you have like a speaker? What do you mean? 
When you make the call, uh, can you put it on speaker so we can hear? I thought you were calling it, you son. Oh, I thought you said you were. All right, I got it. I got it. I meant like doing the call, like, you know, answering. Oh. That's when they pick up. Crashes. Sorry, Chris. Let's do a little Star Six Seven. My broken, yes, a little old school Star Six Seven. Even though I don't know if they'll be able to hear you guys because I have my headphones in. Let me try to finagle this. Hold on. That's the number. They should be. Is it busy? Yeah. Yeah, we. I can like barely hear that. No, I'll try it again. Hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll try to increase the level of the volume. <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> Hold on. I'll be right back, guys. Yeah. Oh, well. We'll find one. Is there going to be what the hell is wrong with people tonight, or are we just kind of cruising tonight? Yeah, I've got something to say here. All right. Let's wait till John gets back. Let's launch into that. Oh, I got a, I see a John put uh, – somebody put up right wing. News memes here. Now, right wing news is kind of um, it's very common among veterans who like who are I see it all the time. Active. Yeah, I know. It's always the same people. Some of it's not bad, but I'm not kidding you. Somebody posted one. Some my mom posted weird. one this week, and it, they spelled American Amriyakin. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> I, I just and I looked through the comments, and one person called him out, and everyone was like, "Yes, I would fight for it too." And I'm like, "You." It's an embarrassment. I mean, you can't spell American. Obviously, they did it in a hurry, but you didn't look yeah. at it once before you posted yeah, that's it. Yeah, if that's going viral, that's a good thing, but it could also be a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. It's kind of, you know, the one thing that you're going to spell wrong. <laughs> yeah, All right, so this important. one is a meme with uh, POTUS at a press conference. All right. And... Um, the, the headline, the header and the footer read, as I plunged the world into World War III, please remember, punchline, is Bush's fault and you're a racist. Didn't get a whole lot of commentary, but uh, John did, did put something up on there. And so one, one writer, obviously of the, the, the right side, wrote the real stupidity is to suggest impeachment. In the first place, he's only got a year left and there's no... There's now one of the person running that will do a better job, Democrat or Republican. Actually, I don't know what his political affiliation is. But John writes, he starts citing examples here. Ended the recession, reduced unemployment, saved the car industry. Chrysler. Affordable health care. Bin Laden and Saddam Hussein. However, nobody's called out John yet. I don't think this meme is getting a whole lot of traffic. But actually, Saddam Hussein was 2003. He was captured, executed in 06 during the Bush administration. Crash. Crash. I'm back. Anybody, but don't change it. Let's see if anybody catches on that one. We're talking about right-wing news, uh, some of the memes they post on Facebook that make their oh. rounds. Mm. So did you see those guys that are Muslim? And they're just going in the middle of nowhere, of anywhere, in Paris. And no. they wrap a blindfold around yeah. their head and say, I'm a Muslim, but I'm not a terrorist. I trust you. Do you trust me? If you do, give me a hug. So this is great, and this is cool. And, uh, you know, the people that are going up and hugging him, like, I hope they really are good people. But eventually, I feel like someone's going to have a bomb on their vest and yeah. use that same thing and blow up a whole bunch of people at once. Yeah, that 
is like waiting to happen. Yeah, whatever yeah, they could do to bastardize the, um, it. I was listening to the the Savage Nation today, as Savage. It, I normally Savage. do if I'm in the car on uh, Fred Savage. In the afternoon. It was the yes. worst time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael Savage, there's another meme going around oh, about yes. the M and M's. I don't know if you've seen it. No. Right, so if you had a whole bowl of M and M's and somebody told you that one of them was poisonous, would you? Play Russian roulette and eat one anyway. And I saw yeah. this probably two, three days ago. Well, Michael Savage was just hitting on that one a hundred times. He'd take a break from the show. I ask you right. again, America, if you had a bowl of 500 M&Ms and you knew that one of them was going to be poisoned, would you eat the M&M? And he just kept on, it's like, okay, we get the point. But you didn't really coin this phrase. Somebody else did, but maybe you want to take credit for it. Now, um, naturally, his point being that somewhere in this um, this parade of Who posted refugees, the question? Did he come up with the uh, evidence? He was, he was going after the president and, and, um, and Hillary Clinton. Because they're all, they're both, you know, that's not who we are as Americans. We are compassionate. We let everybody in. We open our doors. And of course, the rights come we back. Well, these are not immigrants. You can't just bring them in by the truckloads and not scream. <laughs> or by the bowl. You know. Hey, but the good news for Italian people, these are the new WAPs, maybe. <laughs> they do get it. <laughs> Spit on them. Oh, weird. That's so crazy. <laughs> they don't have any papers, so... <laughs> Oh my gosh. The punchline made the reference of without papers, WLP. Papers, please. Papers, please. Italian Americans in the turn of the century were notorious for not having papers. But anyway. Um, so, uh, anyway, that Eminem meme, if we can find it out, I'll. Yeah, I'd like to see it. I'd like to chop it. He was trying to take credit for it, it seemed. And there was also a lot of uh, attacks on Trump via memes. And. Um, it's so funny, yeah. choosing M&Ms and choosing human beings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the real, so that's kind the of real conversation. I'm looking at one now. I'm looking at one now. This one is kind of funny. We will attack cities in 15 states, except for both. So this is a picture of, um, it's like the, the two-picture meme. So one on top of the other. It's one Correct. picture of a, right. a bunch of looters rioting. What looks like a cab or possibly no, it's a police car, and they're stopping on the police wow. car. Below it is uh, is like a sheik or somebody, some ISIS representative actually. Iron more like a sheik. Yeah, he looks more like a sheik. But uh, he says we will attack cities in fifteen states except for Baltimore. Fuck Baltimore! I think that's kind of funny. What? <laughs> So ISIS doesn't care about Baltimore. Oh, They're Baltimore. like, whatever. We'll leave it alone. You, we'll give you that one. Wait, what was the quote? They would attack 15 states except what? what did the they joke say? basically being there's nothing left to destroy because it's already been attacked. I, what I did, what was the quote, though? They, they would attack 15 states we'll except for what? cities in 15 states. Yeah. Oh, except for Baltimore. Yeah. And uh, very intelligent. 15 states. How are they going to do that? They have boats that can. Well, uh, they're gonna do uh, it if we let them all in, I think. But um, you know, it's like I feel bad. I have to debate with people over that. Well, they voted against it anyway. Yeah, the governor's yeah, even Massachusetts, the most liberal state 
in America, next to New York, which is practically communist, but um, you know, even they voted it down. Trotsky. That's got to say something. The, um, the, the voting was amazing uh, yeah. for that thing because it was all Democrats voted no and all Republicans voted yes. I thought it would be reversed. Yeah, and uh, I was thinking to myself, well, let's say we did let him into the country, but at the very least – we can't bring him into the lower 48 states. So what if we just put him on Guam anyway, which is, you know, hey, look, they'll be in the tropics. It's kind of a Sure. Put him on fire. Yeah, they won't have any. It's not like they're within firing range, danger close of, of hitting any Americans. I'm sure there's enough room for him. Put him in Guam. Yeah. <laughs> put him in Guam with all the snakes. Yeah. yeah. We don't want the lower so 48. Can't really do, vacations uh... there. It's not like the, the uh, U.S. Virgin Islands or something. So... Yeah, right. Why not? Put him in Oakland. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. People Give him a pizza from Bob from uh, Michael's Genuine that doesn't have a working telephone number. <laughs> if they can get through, that's the citizenship test. Yeah, right. If I call you and it's uh, and I get a busy signal, then you know, you're gone. You don't should be the test for citizenship. Joke. What was this one? I have to try and remember what I said. It was uh, I, I said something to the effect that if you need a place to store a bunch of refugees, I hear there's a lovely tropical resort that uh, the U.S. has called Guantanamo Bay, and I think Guantanamo there's plenty of refugees. Oh, because, <laughs> because the White House is evicted, its last tenants. And I, I saw that. That was funny. Get yeah, a nice cock meat sandwich at Chibe. <laughs> Oh. over so well. Instead of G-Bay, though, they mix it up. They send them to Green Bay. And they're like, well, it's really cold. The stadium's next to the houses, and we got a lot of cheese, which means we're farting because we're supposed to lactose intolerant. I did see one. It's a picture of a, what looked like a you know, Syrian shivering in Camden, New Jersey, and they're looking around with a meme, I guess, saying, uh, the hell with it, we're going back to Syria. <laughs> Alright, I think we can segue into a little thing that I like to call, and your grandma likes to call, what the hell is wrong with people? Your grandma hang on to dream. On the boats and on the planes. Coming to America. What's going on? Motherfucker. Okay. As it's all relative, let's talk about more memes. All right, so there's... Yes. Well, this isn't really a meme, actually. <laughs> talk about this memes. Was, love uh, a good meme? Like, I love I a good blowjob. I don't think it was junk. What, what do you call BuzzFeed and... Um, clickbait, clickbait sites. Clickbait. clickbait. I don't think Rape it was clickbait. Bait. I think it was clickbait. legit. But uh, anyway, so there's a new claim out from Giovanni Gambino. Yes. The Sicilian, the true La Cosa Nostra. So, where so they actually silly. can call it the mafia. All right. So anyway, I saw a bunch of New Yorkers putting up this thing about. Uh, he says, "Don't touch New York. We're gonna we're gonna break your ass." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just noticed it was kind of a humorous article, actually. I like. So it. we're gonna strike the fear of the mafia into ISIS. We'll show them who's boss. We'll show them how to wear black. Yeah. I but know. Um, the people who were posting it that I noticed were the same people 
who were quick to post the memes and the you know political blogs that are anti-gun. And I'm looking at this going, oh, well, it's okay for the, the cool bad guys to have guns. That's okay. And I just said, you know what? Uh, What's yeah. wrong with New York? Hmm. Grow a pair of balls, arm up, and guard your own goddamn house. Yeah. Yes. That's all I got to say. Yes. Good point. Yeah, I, I don't want them to have guns, but if Scarface comes down the door and starts, you know, knocking off terrorists, then I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. Right. There was a lot of firepower. <laughs> if De Niro and Pesci Hypocrites. stand outside my front door with guns, that's fine. Yeah. Right. That's but cool. not, that, not that guy next door. That's Those are the kinds dangerous. of criminals that we don't want the government taking their arms. Right. Yeah. There they was a poll okay. about... Um, <laughs> Maybe ten years ago. Do you remember when the the uh, I think it was the New Jersey Port Authority was thinking about leasing the port to an Arab country? It was like the height of the war on terror, and there, you know, there's debate that they were going to lease like the port security to an Arab country. And CNN did a poll of who would you rather have control of the port, uh, the New York Mafia or an Arab yeah, country? And like ninety percent was the mafia. I said the mafia. The show. Yeah. There was a Sopranos episode around that where he was working yes. with the FBI. Got, and suddenly oh, the yeah. FBI went, the agent Grasso, I think his name was, his Grasso. character. He went from OC to anti-terrorism. And so now he and Tony Soprano kind of body, but now they have an arrangement going on. And if I remember the episode correctly, he was uh, calling upon uh, the, the crew, the Soprano family, to secure the ports against the Arabs in exchange for information on the whereabouts of Philly and Parno. I think that's what it was. Yeah, like he got a cell phone number and that was huge. He's like, oh, it's great. Did you see that picture I just Double sent you guys on Facebook? It's that's a picture of Bill Clinton with his hand, with this, giving the thumbs up. <clears throat> it says, hey, America, remember when your biggest problem was some guy getting a blowjob? <laughs> so well, you know, I was thinking the other day. It's like, know? oh, my gosh. People are talking about awesome. how they, uh, they're fed up with Clinton. She was a lousy Secretary of State, Benghazi, the Arab Spring. But I think people – I can still make the argument that people will still want to vote for her because they think somewhere behind the scenes, old slick Willie – is going to bring the country back because there really there, there was no major oh, conflict God, except you know a little tiff with Kosovo, right? And right. Uh, the threat, the Baghdad threat, which never came to anything. But the economy was good, gas was cheap, and that's what Americans think. Really, why they're voting for Hillary? Scardy and I had long hair. It was, it was yeah, me too. Yeah, Sweet had time. a party down. The John wasn't falling. You're not falling. Here's here's one. Let me post my religious and political views in the comment. That will change everyone's view. <laughs> I, I did one a couple weeks ago. I do this once in a while. I chime in after like a, a major tragedy when everyone's like lost. Once they're off the deep end with like, let's kill everyone. Right. I posted one last week. It was, uh, it was a few of them. It was kind of on a roll. But one was, uh, listen, guys, uh, let's just – Forget about donating money, action, time, and resources. Let's take this talk to Facebook, the forum that really matters. Yeah. And then I went on kind of a tangent, and I saw my buddy posted something. Uh, 
he said. Let's not jump to conclusions, everybody. Let's get the facts straight before we start judging people. All we know is people got hurt. And I said, thanks for posting that, Chris, because when something happens, I always look to Facebook for my moral compass of what to do with the world. <laughs> I, I we talked about that the other day. But this, I don't have a whole lot of Facebook friends, but um, it's just everybody's got the same thing to say. Because, right. you know, I've got the people on the left who are all about, you know, bringing everybody in. And then there's, of course, the mostly veterans and other right-wing types. Everybody's got their opinion. I'd love Socialists. to know one person who is voting based on influence social media. Yeah, really. <laughs> one person. Well, I'm voting for him because he has this meme out about college, and I can just relate to that. <laughs> but they spelled college wrong. It doesn't matter. I have student debt. Facebook is going to stop stop this. <laughs> Help me. Well, there was a great one I just saw actually from um, this. She's an old veteran buddy of mine. I know her down in Arkansas, as a matter of fact, and she put up a good one. Here's a way to get free education. It was one of those dual memes, you know, on top. It, it showed one photo, and then beneath that, the, the photo to the counterpoint. And uh, it was a bunch of people protesting for free education. Soldiers, service members who uh, were in a combat zone in the theater somewhere saying, well, here's how we got our free education. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, you should. You should, uh, should look at it that way, too. Plus, you know, it's a lot of talk, man. There's so much red tape. Wait, wait, here we go. Hold on. Michael, here's education. Michael Moore is putting something in. Okay. Dear Governor Snyder. This is from I need Michael a burger. Moore. So he posted this. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that contrary to your declaration of denying Syrian refugees a home in our state of Michigan, our state, he lives in New York in a million-dollar panel. I myself am, do, am going to defy your ban and will offer my home in, tra in Traverse City, Michigan, to those very Syrian refugees you've decided to keep out. I will contact the State Department to let them know I'm happy to provide a safe haven to any refugee couple approved by the Obama administration vetting procedures in which I have full faith and trust. And uh, what you've done is anti-American. This is not who we're supposed to be. We are, for better or worse, a nation of descendants of three groups. Slaves from Africa were brought here in chains and then forced to provide trillions of dollars of free labor to build this country. <laughs> Michael Moore, ladies and gentlemen. by white Christians through acts of mass genocide. Oh. Uh, hate Christians and immigrants from everywhere around the globe. In Michigan, we are fortunate to count amongst us tens of thousands of Arab and Muslim Americans. I'm disappointed in you for your heartless and unchristian actions and for joining in with at least 25 other governors, all but one Republican, who decided to block legal Syrian refugees from coming into their states. Fortunately, I'm an American and not a Republican. Unfortunately, you haven't seen the economy of Detroit. I wouldn't be talking about being fortunate about anything right now. Yeah. Place is falling apart. We get a Chrysler in here having a meal. Oh, uh, Jesus. Michael yeah, Moore. Ben, Michael Moore. He's Who Christian does he man. hate? What's that? His gov the governor of Michigan. I guess he still has a place in Michigan, but I don't know yeah. if he goes there much. I think he was in Gross Point. Movie. Yeah, I think it's just put up there for when he's... Uh, for white chunk. <laughs> Everybody comes out of the woodwork when there's a... Uh... A travesty. Everybody becomes an expert on something. Some Here's what we got to do. Yes. Here's what I think. Here, let me tell you what I think. Let me post a meme 
That'll take four of you that I didn't create. Here's a beam. I'll just share it. I, you know, I like with people. I think beams. I'm so smart. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna have the problems. I think beams are stupid, but you gotta admit there are some ones that are like great. The, my favorite creative. is you've seen them. They're they're probably the most done. It's it's uh, Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. Yes. And somebody put you know it's him with like the funny face. Yeah. And there was one I read that was really Please funny. It don't. said. Oh, you don't like me posting about world issues because uh, it offends you? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought a discussion about our future was worth talking about. But go ahead. Post another picture of your dinner or something like that. Oh. It's like, all right, good. Some of them are good. Some are good. Well, you know what? what I, the reason that um, I, I enjoy some of them, sometimes I think, God, I wish I had thought of that. But then again, I yeah, I know if I – let's say I made a meme and I posted Do it. it People wouldn't think that I did it. That's why I'd rather write it than yeah. people know that it was my humor, my right. joke. Yes. I think I've posted a few, and I get like a whole bunch of likes and laughs, but I can't go, hey, by the way, I didn't just rip this off the internet. I made this. I made this. Right. <laughs> right. I think we should that. create memes for the, the Facebook page just to get some content out. I did a meme once for Kingman Productions, and it was – Something about Ann Coulter. She posted a picture of her holding a sign, and I photoshopped the sign out and put, like, I'm so ugly, even the grammar Nazi wouldn't fuck me. And it had, like, 300 (laughs) shares in, like, two hours, where the next post was, like, four people liked it. It was probably, like, my mom and my sister (laughs) and and me twice. So memes, if you can get a few – because the meme for the Kingman thing, people shared it. We should create some memes for the the podcast so that just you know yeah. include the link of the the video in there. Just and, anything that we're talking about. There, there's we'll just rip them off. Who cares? Yeah, we're shameless. I'm here to get I'm not here to get respect. I'm here to get money, Johnny. Here's one that I think is pretty funny. It's like Obama at the podium like this. Yeah, and it says Syrians killed Syrians, so now we must kill Syrians to stop Syrians. <laughs> From killing Syrians. <laughs> Syrians. Uh, are you serious? About the Syrians. Syrians. Here's the thing. I'm going to say it again. Uh, Syrians. That's a problem. It's also still. Uh, it's crazy, man. Crazy state of affairs. Pretty scary. Um, so I this think we thing all. That, this thing that happened in Texas uh, is pretty bad. And my buddy. Who was, you know, talking to us during the um, the night of the Paris attacks? Uh, he's saying we're it's coming, it's coming soon. They're gonna hit us soon. It'll probably happen before Christmas. I just feel like Black Friday, a mall isn't gonna mm. be a big target somewhere big. Yeah. We don't have Black Friday in LA. We have Crack Friday, where the guy comes out and screams for an hour. All right, I'll give you money. I'll give you money. Here's a present. What's going to trend on Facebook is, uh, you know, all the the right wing gun fanatics, which I, you know, I'm a big gun guy. Um, and I'm a fanatic. But I don't want to get. I really just don't want to get into it. But if it, do, God forbid, it does happen, it's just going to lead God into forbid. it. takes a good guy to stop it. Like the same back and forth, but um, of course they're going to take the political opportunity on the right to say, "See that? Now you need people like us." Yeah, I know. I which it. I believe in personally, but I just don't, you know, that's how it's going to play out is the point. But. Yeah, I hear you, man. Like if I lived in like a very crowded part of, you know, a city and I was walking around where it's crowded, 
Because, you know, where I live, it's kind of tucked away. I'm not, I don't think ISIS is. Star Island, yes. Yeah, not here. there. <laughs> but if I was like in Miami or like in deep Fort Lauderdale, I would want to wear a gun on a holster at this point. I'd be afraid <laughs> with a, to with be a in Stetson. a big crowd. Yeah, like a six shooter, like Rick Grimes. <laughs> with a 10 gallon Stetson. Long holster. Look That's like what I would Carl. Like to do. Well, did anybody see the propaganda video for New York? No, so that was I can't targeted watch at New York. Carl, what? It was. Um, no, I couldn't find it. I found it. Believe it or not, a bartender showed me. It was. Um, I'll, I'll take a gin and tonic. Yeah, watch this beheading video. <laughs> oh, that or oh, the beheading video? Yeah, she was telling me she. Oh, no. So it was a bar on Staten Island. She told me she worked another place in Manhattan, and um, she was afraid to go into the city because she was afraid she was going to get blown up. So she said, "Have you seen the recent?" ISIS propaganda video. I said, no, I, I haven't seen it yet, but she showed it to me. And it's, of course, the typical um, mosque music. And it's playing over these images of these guys building IEDs and turning them into vests. And then it cuts to a photo, or uh, not a photo, a, like a quick action shot of traffic in midtown like this summer oh yes yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're coming and so this summer crazy man turns hence right. hence the the what the hell is wrong with people giovanni gambino he saw that and he said uh, 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 forget <laughs> about that idea it was a great article too if you haven't read it check it out yeah. giovanni gambino's stand on not today yeah, he's like, we can, uh, you know, show everybody that the mafia isn't all bad. He's like, yeah, we do kill people, but, you know, we can fight ISIS. Lucky Luciano was Go to Michael's genuine tonight. I can't get through. Guard the ports in Chelsea. Consider yourselves lucky, you know. Turn turn your head the other way and we'll take care of ISIS. No big deal. Take care like, of it. They're so confident that, like, when yeah. ISIS comes over here and blows them up. Hey, come in, come in, come in. They're suits with their hands crossed and they're going to be wearing the suits. Yeah. <laughs> sunglasses on in the church. Yeah. Get wild. Meanwhile, they're they're talking about letting Whitey Bulger out of jail now because he's gonna protect Whitey. Boston. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Whitey Bulger. That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Back together to protect the ports of Boston. Crazy. Who's Whitey Bulger? It's crazy. You know what else is crazy? The low prices at Yogurtland at Park Terrace and Renaissance Drive in Boynton Beach. Yogurtland, giving the best self-serve frozen yogurt shop since 2002. Yogurtland, proud sponsor of the podcast. Not really a sponsor. It's actually what I just said. It's kind of a... Buddy Bolter says he can't rescue Catherine Gregg, sister says. He's in the news. Wow. How old? 22 hours ago. Oh, wow. Twin sisters. He can't, he can't oh, yeah. rescue the... That was his common-law wife, I guess. Catherine Gray. I don't think people are really paying much attention to him right now. No. He's the, he's the least of their worries. That's a kind of a funny last name to have growing up. Bulger. <laughs> I got a Bulger in my drawers. <laughs> yeah, is, is Bulger coming over? Yeah. Whitey Bulger? No, Blackie Bulger. He's the guy that works at the Wendy's next door. He's got a huge dick. <laughs> hey, Whitey, did you bone her? Nah, I bulged her. <laughs> <laughs> Pack your cat. 
get some get some lag in your care package. Dip, 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 dip. Looks good now. Yeah, man. Looks good now. Don't forget to tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Always bringing you sexy, delicious, fresh, savory, and salacious news. Matthew Clark, John Hastert, Michael Piscardi. We just wrapped up a uh, segment of what the hell is wrong with people. And we encourage you and implore you and suggest that you tweet us and let us know what is wrong with people. Uh, tell Mike. Let him know what's on your mind, what you like to hear, and uh, what pisses you off. We'll, we promise we will address it on the radio wave. Hey, I'm really excited about my, uh, my winter hat that I got for donating 25 bucks to OceanConservancy.org. Yes. Uh, donate 25 bucks, and they'll give you this sweet. Winter cap with the fuzzy, fluffy ball on the top. It's uh, got sea turtles on it. It's pretty sweet. And uh, I live in Florida, and I did that. <laughs> yeah, man, it's awesome. I, I, I donated today, too. You get this cool hat, and it's not like a uh, like a cheap one that a nonprofit uses just because they need to sell something. But like, just cut your underwear in half and put it on a it, – you know, it's, it's nice. Yeah, it's, it's a good job. It's, it's not a ball game giveaway hat. It's not going <laughs> to fall apart in a week. <laughs> it's not a businessman special. It's very <laughs> sexy. So, yeah, we're pumped for the 24-hour podcast with them uh, next year. It's yes. good stuff, man. It's good, cool. Speaking of gifts, what are you guys uh, asking for Santa this year? It's a great question. Question, yeah. Um, you know what I want? It's something that uh, Santa Claus couldn't provide. I want something to do on Christmas Day. Ah. Oh, I hate Christmas yeah. Day. Yeah, I'm at a point my, the Christmas Eve I've got. Yeah, yeah. Flies. Um, Christmas Eve, I got a plan, going to visit the family, but, you know, I, I don't have a house to go to, and I don't have kids to buy for, which is a good thing. You make but, me want uh, to slip my wrist over here. And, um, Screw yeah, I don't think any, I don't think I have any. I'll spend Christmas with you. Are you going to be in the stat, the uh, the island of Staten for Christmas? I don't know yet, and wherever the party's going to be, I don't know. Clark, are you Christmas staying home? Castle. I will be uh, traveling to the, the East Coast for a couple back days. Going to D-Town. Going back, going back to uh, back east. To town. Nice. Yeah, well, yeah, east. I mean, I uh, on Christmas Eve, we go to Heather's friend's house. But then in the morning, uh, you know, we have, but I'll be here Christmas night, you know, Christmas afternoon and into the evening. So that'd be mm. funny to do a podcast on Christmas Day. I'd be if down. We all have nothing to do on Christmas Day. Yeah, talk about your worst day. Of, well, one of my worst Christmases was actually it was in Telray Beach in like ninety. <clears throat> what? Oh, it was so bad. Oh no! I, mean, I think I remember you telling me about that. Why? Oh, it was so I, I was sometime in the nineties, and uh, my grandmother and I, we went instead of her right after she had just Job's retired, tears. she moved down to Florida, and we went to visit her rather than bring her back up north. So. Um. Oh, it was just terrible. It was a bright, sunny day on Christmas, and when you're a kid, you don't want to see a No, yeah. That's not Anyway, good. so we're at this place, Boston's Clam Bar, <laughs> in downtown Delray Beach, and the service was kind of slow. My grandma throws a, a fit in the place, place, and it's Christmas morning. <laughs> That's what she was doing. Oh. oh. Um, Can I have a Christmas yeah, present? You get bad. clams. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, I never want to do this again, I told you. No, father, never again. We ain't coming down. Yeah, 
Christmas. That's a miserable experience. Yeah, it's not. It's not Christmas. That's the. And worst. then the, the, yeah. that was actually that became the second worst. The, the worst was probably the Christmas spent at Denny's in El Paso, Texas. In oh no! Why? Uh, I, I was waiting on a, You get diarrhea. I was waiting on a flight to to Manas, Kyrgyzstan. Grand Slam. And I was held over in in El Paso, Texas. Yeah. Oh man, I'm sorry. My heart goes out to you for that. With the whole year of Afghanistan. Did they at least dress up the uh, the Denny's with a little tinsel? Did yeah, the Grand Slam have like, yeah. you know, ornament that come with it? <laughs> I just bit it. Just cut my lip open. I'm not supposed to eat them. And the worst part was Thanksgiving that same year. Just like an elf. Was it some American <laughs> legion at like this rattlesnake hill somewhere in the middle of Texas? I don't know where it was. Oh, but. Denny's. But uh, we couldn't drink, and all the guys at the American Legion wanted to drink with us, but we weren't allowed to. And we're like, oh, uh, well, Thanksgiving, I yeah, they gotta give a little, mm. give a little good cheer, break out the Come sermons. On. Come on, it's really the only non-religious holiday that we have. Yeah. Well, it's the only. I think I said this on the last show. It's the only holiday I haven't outgrown. A big one, at least. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Going. You were right. saying that on on one of the. Yeah. That's a good shows. point. It's, Thanksgiving, it's you're you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Can't Unfortunately things. for me, I don't. Have, my family dies off rather quickly, so it's not quite the same yeah. as it was twenty years ago. Um, and we're not exactly procreating, so the table gets a little bit smaller. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's always you know, the most pleasant holiday. Last year I spent it in in Texas again with some good folks, but we were eating outside, we were eating on paper plates, and I just said, no, uh, no this ain't the same. That, that's, that's Bush League. No. It's Bush paper League. And everybody, everybody in Texas kept saying, you're going to miss it. Oh, I don't know how you could go back up north. And I said, no, I'll, I'll take autumn in New York any day. Yeah. Any any year, I should say. No. Rather than dick fried Texas. Mm-hmm. Well, you got one more to bring to the table Thanksgiving. You got Karen Biscardi this year. It'll be your first uh, first. I think with the holidays, it's a married couple, so that's yeah. something to look forward to. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is sweet. Being hosted by actually my cousin, who I have to ask her. She had plans to go to Paris on Christmas Day after she's still going. Uh-oh. Now she's going to Paris, Kentucky, <laughs> getting crabs. Paris, Texas. We should do a podcast on, the, on Christmas Day, but we could do it like an old-fashioned radio show with Big Crosby being a pipe like, Hey, Mike, what's that? Oh, it's a little honey. Honey for the toddy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Kids, get out your oval tea. <laughs> this, get out your oval tea. And remember, today's radio program is sponsored by cigarettes. Let's do it. We'll just play that all day. <laughs> They're coming on any second, I swear. Yeah, we'll just we'll be live all day, and then randomly we'll hop in and be like, "Are you enjoying that this other slow, shitty Christmas Day song?" Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we should do it where, like, every time Karen or somebody comes in, we act whoever, whichever you know person's computer screen they enter, we act like they ruined the podcast. And we have to start over. So they'll come in like two hours later. They're like, "Are you done yet? We gotta go to my parents." It's like, well, now we gotta start over because you just ruined the whole day. Yeah, we got to start over. We can't change it. It's broken. Mm, it's broken. We can't leave. All right, you boys want to put this one in the W column this evening? Agreed. Yes. Yes. I think it's time to uh, 
Set the Sun on the Friday Night Cast. This was fun. This was really fun. fun. Mm-hmm. Good times. It's really good. Neat. Juicy. Good times. Sexual. Sweaty balls. Hi, I enjoy sweaty balls. All right. We'll come back and return soon. Don't forget to tweet us at the podcastle, at the underscore podcastle. Tell us what you think about the situation in the world, the Syrian refugees. Oh, Michael, know what the hell is wrong with people. And tell John uh, how he can enjoy his Christmas fair a little bit more thoroughly. Hey, you um, you finished Sons of Anarchy. Have you started up a new show? Mm. Most people are wondering. No, I, I've been watching me. Seinfeld and Dragnet nice. back to back on Hulu every night, like two hours a night. Just can't stop. Dragnet, like the original. The original. <laughs> I've seen every episode. I've loved. I love that show, man. I always have. I've never seen it. Oh, it's um, great. And and what about this this script? This yeah. This, like, before we go, real quick, radio like, radio play kind of thing. I wanted to pitch you guys something real quick. Uh, I wrote this. My buddy Sean and I wrote this radio script like three years ago. Uh, it's a throwback to the fifties, you know, radio programs. It's, it's based yeah. on Dragnet. It's called Gagnet. But the three of us could do a different part live on the air one day. An old, uh, you know, radio program. Table read. Radio serial where it's like Theater of the I mind. walked into the room. So all those I'll say real quick, all those Dragon episodes always do uh they always start off with, you know, this is the city, Los Angeles, California. They have a very serious tone. And it's right. funny to watch the show now because the issues back then don't really no. matter a lot anymore. Like uh when somebody's on drugs back then, they're like, LSD, I'm pulling my eyes out, they're snakes. This that's weed you took. That's twenty years in jail. This'll kill you, son. Make good choices. Pick up a baseball. Your dad'll thank you. And they're like, I guess I learned something today. I guess I knew it. And the one episode was great because they, they chimed in uh you know these the captain was reprimanding them, saying, you know, these days these kids are getting away with anything. Drugs, alcohol, even in some circles, homosexuality is homosexuality is approved. And they're running rampant, you know? And all the hippies are like, hey, man, I'm just trying to find out. I'm just trying to find out. You're going to find out, Sonny, right down to central receiving. Okay, I'm not doing drugs. Well, I think it could be cool. I think it could be awesome if we could uh, even record it and then play it. I don't know. I don't know how long it'll take. Do you Do you know? Have you, like, do you have a way minutes. of figuring that out? Yeah, like 20 minutes. Okay, cool. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, we could play it and then Salacious. Do it do it at the or do a show after it or do a show and then play that at the end. Either Another idea. Either option is good. And right. <laughs> either option is rehearsable. <laughs> Don't forget to uh diddle diddle us at Twitter. <laughs> at the underscore podcastle. We'll be returned soon. This is great. Thanks for joining us this Friday night. You guys want to add anything else? Good. This is Matthew Clark with Michael Piscardi and Jonathan Astor saying good night, everybody. And Godspeed. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's some order. 
Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling, tingle-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing the bell. Hearts will play tippy-tippy-tay, tippy-tippy-tay, like a guitar and bell. When the stars make you drool, just like a pastefaz, oh, that's amore. When you dance down the street with a cloud at your feet, you're in love. When you walk in a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, signore. Excuse me, but you see, back in old Napoli, that's amore. 